This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello to another edition. And today we're talking about, do you want to keep your job or just do property? Give up whatever it is you're doing at the moment. Do you know, it's a really common question for people entering the property investment world. And there's no right and there's no wrong. It's very much an individual decision. But I think there are lots of compelling reasons to do it either way. And when I started in property, it was very normal to be doing property as a side job. In fact, you very, very rarely met somebody who was doing property investment full time. I mean, there were lots of service providers, but not the huge numbers of full time property people that there are today. And it was very rare to hear people being clapped when they stood up and told a room that they'd handed in their notice and become full time. Some of us were still very sceptical about that sort of thing. Well, of course, some did. You know, they would have done so anyway. They, they were looking for something different in their lives. But I've heard sometimes in mentoring rooms, much to my absolute horror, newbies being asked when they're going to leave their job. It may not have occurred to them. Well, that's extremely intrusive. You, you know, you're expecting people to think then that if you don't give up your job, you are somehow not part of the big club. That's not so. It really isn't. And the other thing that I often get cross about is people who go, oh, yes, a job, just over broke. Well, I think this is a very silly saying. It's often said by people who are actually natural entrepreneurs who would probably make incredibly bad employees, you know, who don't understand why some people love having a job, love the sort of regular paycheck, regular lifestyle. That's not for them. And it assumes that everybody expects to put the pursuit of earning money ahead of any other life driver. Well, where would we all be without all those wonderful people who have a vocational role, you know, essential to society? Lockdown and COVID has really proved that we do need people like that. Now, I'll own up to the fact that I kept my job when I discovered Buy to Let. You know, I was in a job I really enjoyed. I ran property as a sort of side thing, a side shoot. I was direct communications for an army charity for many years whilst I found property and got to know it. My day job was very exciting because it was very people-based, which I like. It could be working with a TV film crew one week. I could be in the House of Commons talking to a minister the next. But it was very poorly paid and it had no pension. So that was why I started the whole property thing in the first place. So I'd have something that I could fall back on when I was retired. And I only went full time when I set up a small renovations company alongside everything else, as you do, you know, one thing leads to another. And I just realised I didn't have enough time in the day and something had to give. And I had to have a really long look at myself and go, well, why did you start this property thing in the first place? What was the driving force? A pension, financial freedom. Ah, yes, I know now what I've got to do. But I've been in full time in property now for over 10 years. But I have a very low boredom threshold, which is why I enjoyed my job so much. So rinse and repeat would be a problem for me if that's all I did. So I quickly learned that 
even though I was full-time in property, I had to sort of ring the changes, do a building from scratch here, just a quick flip there, anything like that, just to keep the changes going and for me to keep stimulated. Well, why some people feel a need to be full-time, I don't know, because it may be that they just perhaps feel they have to be full-time or they're not doing property properly. They may have always wanted to be an entrepreneur. These reasons are all very good and, and shouldn't be sneezed at. And to them, being full-time in property is a job and that's what they create. They might even stop being a solopreneur and create an enormous great empire. You just don't know. So why would you not leave your job? Well, do you know there are just so many reasons why people don't? They really, really enjoy their jobs, as I say, and it's part of their identity. You know, they are Bob the Builder, etc. and so forth. Um, and I've met lots of doctors, policemen, scientists who all strongly identify with what they do and don't see themselves as property people at all. That's just how they make a bit of money. They've got really strong skill sets and they enjoy doing their work. And they may have actually taken a long time to get to where they are and had to take a lot of exams and do a lot of practical stuff. Well, they're not going to just give that up in a trice because they may also not have the personality or the desire to work for themselves. You know, that whole idea of working for themselves, it would just freeze them into stagnation. Don't forget, when you are employed, you get a paycheck every single month. Well, you don't in property. You get those big chunks. It's either a feast or a famine. And you've got to kick yourself out of bed. You've got to have total self-motivation. And that may not be, well, people may look at themselves and realise they haven't actually got that in them and they want to do their everyday job with the occasional property bit of work. They may not even be mortgageable if they left their jobs or have the savings to sustain a switch. And one of the biggest ones, which someone explained to me when I asked somebody why they weren't going to be full-time because they wanted to do so much, was that nothing, including property, could give them the adrenaline rush that they got from their work. You know, really high highs, which they realised they wouldn't get anywhere else. So they were staying in work and they were just going to do property part-time, quite happily. And do you know, and this is quite shocking to those of us who work in property, there is a whole strata of people to whom having a property portfolio is no different from having a portfolio of stocks and shares. I know, shocking, isn't it? They don't get the fun and the in-between you bits. To them, it's just a transaction. You buy something, you add value, it then becomes X and it, it gives you an income. End of story. Nothing more different to that. Now, one of my best deal buying clients was just like that. He was in a job he absolutely adored, but he bought multiple properties from me for many years. You know, he was constantly tweaking and adjusting his portfolio. It was totally paid off, but he had fun with it. And what he wanted to do, he achieved. He retired early to be with his children and his wife, who'd been the carer up to then, was then free to go and pursue her dreams, not property. She went and did what she wanted to do. Now, was he successful at property? Yes, I think he was. I really do. He had a plan and he executed it and he did what he needed to do, but he didn't want to do it forever. Did he feel the need to be fully immersed in the property world? No, he didn't. In fact, he was somewhat horrified by the whole concept and, you know, he wouldn't have been seen dead at a property networking meeting. Didn't see the point. It was all a bit sort of, no, bad taste in the mouth to him. He knew what he wanted and he could do it. So he did. But on the other hand, 
devil's advocate here, why wouldn't you be full-time if that is what you want to do? Because if you are full-time, you really can get going a lot faster and in greater depth because nothing else is taking up your time. You, you know, you can have multiple sites open that you can dash one to the other and you're not looking at your watch and going, oh, have I got time to get back before the next meeting? Your paperwork can be done quicker and faster because you're doing it in working hours. And that might be, perhaps I should have said should, because some people do occasionally have problems with the concept of paperwork and that you have to do it. And you are viewed as a full-time property person, which gives you credibility. You know, you're totally immersed in all this. And one of the things you learn is that there are meetings and things like that that go on on work days during working hours that you can't join in if you are not a full-time in-property person because otherwise you're going to have to take a day's holiday and people just won't do that. And these are all attended by other full-timers. So it becomes quite a club, which is really rather fun. And the whole property thing becomes who you are and what you are. You haven't got any conflict with you know, your LinkedIn through your other job or other social media. You certainly don't have any worries about your job colleagues just not understanding what you're doing. If you're full-time, you can be completely absorbed and you can learn as much as you like because it just might come in useful as opposed to just being a way of earning a bit on the side. All your time is committed to the property world and you can't miss a meeting or an auction and you can meet people whenever you like. And funnily enough, the best thing of all to many people is you feel less of a fraud when you say you're a full-time property solopreneur or property investor. But I think the best thing of all about this is if you are full-time, the sky is the limit. You can build the income and financial freedom of your dreams because you've got no interference whatsoever from anyone or any time. But you've got to be careful. It doesn't take you over 24-7. I think most of us could probably count on one hand the number of people who've become completely overtaken by property. They think about it, they breathe it 24-7. They lose their hobbies, they lose everything else because it is terribly, terribly addictive. It doesn't have a regular income, as I said. It comes in great chunks. I mean, that's pretty wonderful. And many times your chunk that you've just got from flipping can be three or four times the national wage average. Well, that's pretty big, but you've got to remember you've got to spread that out over the years. You're not you're not going to be giving it nice little chunks every single month. And the biggest problem, I think, is that you may not have the temperament and you may not be very happy about not having the framework of nine to five. So you've really got to think about these things, haven't you? Now, why do you think this polarisation has happened? Well, I think it just might be down to the fact that many people who are blinkered or evangelical about it are very noisy. And the social media space has got noisier too. And it's just become normal. It's crept in. You know, I just think you just have to understand that and let it go. But interestingly, since COVID, I've noticed a third way. And that's the hybrid. And it's not really talked about very much because anyone who started off in being a property full-time feels slightly embarrassed about going, do you know, I've come through the other side and I'm now going back to do a job as a side hustle, a bit of a role reversal. And this is quite often within um, areas where you've got a very, very high skill set. So Working from home has got them used to being in the office. They've got used to being able to do something that they can do at home. But they may miss the camaraderie terribly, you know, the, all the gossip around the water fountain and that kind of thing. 
and they may not just have the funds to churn out project after project. And despite what we all get told about finding investors and all that kind of stuff, that might not sit comfortably with them. They just prefer to be able to self-fund all the time. And so they go back to finding a way to be part-time, be that a contractor, you know, does outsized work, often IT, or seasonal workers. And I can really see the appeal in this. And having, as I say, being in this 20 years, dare I say it, there are even people now who have done the whole, you know, they came out of a job, did the whole property thing, made a fantastic portfolio, really done well, love it. Ooh, they're now in their late 40s, 50s, and they're retraining to go back into a job. Why not? It's only, you're only here once, so you make up your mind how you want to play it, what you want to do. We all know this, the whole concept of having a job now has changed. You know, it's not a job for life. So why not come in and go out as you please? But if you are going to go into property full-time and you're in a job at the moment, make sure that you've got at least six months' financial cushion to tide you over so you can give this whole thing a really good stab. Property is profitable, but it's often a feast or a famine, and your mortgage and bills do have to be paid every month. I mean, that is an absolute truth. So make sure you've set up your company and you know what you're going to be doing before you leave your job. Identify where you're going to be working, you know, near or far. If you can do that course that you've always wanted to do, do it before you leave. Not like me who then went, when I left my job, I did six weeks bookkeeping so I'd know the ins and outs of bookkeeping. Make sure you know what you want to do. Have the building blocks in place. If the building blocks are in place, you're going to have a very smooth transition and you can concentrate on what you're doing in property. And the best thing of all, having heard everything I've said so far today, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. If you are full-time or part-time in property, you can still be a wildly successful property solopreneur. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.